Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're up to another wonderful episode. My name is Mecca. My name is John Kelly. What's happening, y'all? Yes, sir. And welcome to another episode of Tasteful Living. Indeed, indeed. Indeed, indeed. Episode five, eh, Jay? It is episode five, man. We done made it. We done made it to the fifth episode now, y'all. Awesome, awesome, man. Well, we have a a tremendous guest, uh, our mutual friend, brother, uh, Mr. Darrell Norman. Mm -hmm. With us today. Indeed, indeed. My brother right here. Flattered, flattered, truly honored to be on the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, be- and before we get into the uh, lovely formalities and you know, all the jokes and everything, I want to make sure you guys know to, if you haven't already, make sure you guys follow us on our IG page, Tasteful Living underscore podcast. Uh, link is in the bio to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, and I was just mentioning this to John earlier. We're actually getting way better with the quality on videos and everything else. So, Please, please tap <laughs> in, support, um, you know, give us your critiques, um, positive feedback, whatever you want to give. Uh, it's truly, truly appreciated. And those who are already following us, we uh, really appreciate y'all being part of our journey right now. So, And I'll uh, toss it to John because he's way better at the formalities of topics than I am. So, Indeed I am. You know. Appreciate the humbleness no, no, right no. there. Of right? course. Right, right. Of course. <laughs> so, yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we do have – Darrell Norman on the mic with us today. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to bring it in with this beautiful meal that y'all see that we are about to dive into here. Uh, before we do, what is this meal called again here? We got a... Uh, chicken parm. Chicken parm. Chicken pride parm. and truth in this. This is the pride and truth right here. So, it's before amazing. we completely, you know, start talking about it, let's go ahead. We're going we're gonna to try it out. I want you to see what this is going to, you know, stir up with the memories that how this connect to your pivotal time in your life. So we're going we're gonna to take a second here, yeah. you know, for, for our listeners that are not looking at the, the YouTube. Check it out, though. Check yeah, definitely check it out, man, because the presentation on it is actually really, really, really nice. We're, we're taking a cut into the chicken parm right now. Okay. Yeah. Very well done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Another. Look, sounds like we got approval here. Mm. Three yeah. for three. John and Mecca never fail to bring it. I feel like Mecca doesn't get enough credit for his contribution, <laughs> so I want to make sure I really that, don't th- that I toss Mecca in there. Man, you we know, know John gets down in the kitchen, but <laughs> hey, y'all know me. Don't want to leave Mecca out. I appreciate yeah, Darrell being me. the first guest to really acknowledge that because you know it's, I've had some shade being thrown by you know. <laughs> <laughs> those who shall not be named um, in the past. So I really appreciate Darrell for, you know, making sure that that truth was let out. Hey, so you got to give credit where credit is due. Yeah, no. Indeed, yeah. indeed. We're a rare breed out here. We are. We are. Very rare breed. Very rare breed. You know what I'm saying? No. But anyways, y'all. So this chicken parm here that we're diving into, we're going to take a short break real fast for y'all. We're going to kill this meal real quick. And then we're going to dive into the conversation of how this meal connected to his pivotal moment in his life and how it connects also with his success and where he's at and and all the above, y'all. So Definitely killing the game. All right. All right, all right. We are back from our lovely food hiatus. I, that was amazing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Great, great. Spot for me. 
and again, I have clubs that get made fun of because I eat way faster than everybody else. <laughs> Real and that's okay because, Yo. you know, life is short. And that's the way I am. Life is short. I got to get yeah. this food in right now. It's low-key impressive how oh fast that man is. <laughs> I turned my head and turned back and I was like, damn. It's gone. gone. <laughs> man, I, got, I got three other siblings, man. Like, <laughs> life, life was hard. <laughs> oh, let my stop, goodness. Let me stop. Let me stop. All right, man. So we're going to jump right into it. Um, John's actually going to lead us with the first category. Yes, yes, guess, indeed. Man. Y'all already know what it is, the sauce. What we just presented was that meal, that great Parmesan meal that we cooked for you, man. And uh, I'm happy that you enjoyed it. Now, tell us something about it, though. Describe what that meal and uh, and how that – How? Let me let me reiterate this. What pivotal moment in your life – had a positive impact on your journey to success that this particular meal can always bring you back to at that time and how is it impacting still positively impact impacting you still today you know what i'm saying so chicken farm i think has popped up in various stages of my life and has been very important it's, at this point it's a comfort meal but the first thing that i think about uh as far as me finding myself what I do currently in my life with chicken farm farm is um, I played basketball in college and so you know that was a goal of mine work diligently you know throughout my life to get to that point so you go through the training you go through your coach yelling at you you go through all the doubts and you, you know you persevered <coughs> we're getting ready to go to our first game and so we have a you know pregame meal and so we're in the dining hall they have the spread out for us and one of the things they have is chicken parm and so went set up had my chicken parm and then basically every game there out throughout my college career I had chicken parm before the game started so chicken parm makes me think of that very first collegiate game set there talking to the team you get the butterflies you just like yeah I'm ready for this I want this to happen ate the chicken parm went to go take a nap woke up went to the game had a, good, had, a, had a good game, and so it, it just always takes me to that moment about preparation for something that at the time I was deeply in love with, which was basketball, and just like takes me back to that space of preparing for a, a challenge that's ahead. Okay, good shit, man. I mean, that's that's deep, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I, what I loved about it is like he mentioned just like like you know having a routine, having something that is consistent that he can return his comfort zone on to be like okay I'm in that zone now where okay yeah I'm ready to ready to turn up here you know kind of like your ritual your your pregame ritual like mm-hmm. part of it you know you want to kind of like end your day kind of really set everything in motion for you yeah um, yeah that's kind of one way to prepare really on the court so no nah, I, I appreciate that because I think those things are some of the things that people really underutilize a lot mm-hmm. um, and the ones that are successful in life are the ones that are consistent the ones that do have discipline the ones that are able to really stay on top of their zone mm-hmm. and hold that same consistency for a long period of time. That's what I was about to say, consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's where you got to be consistent. You got to be disciplined. But without consistency, you never finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, to move on here, though, what inspired you to begin your journey? So I think for me, like a big part was my mom. My mom always know wanted me and my brother to be successful whatever that meant for us but you know just growing up and 
for those of you that don't know, I've known John since I was like eight or nine years old. Yeah, we've so been, it's we, been a we've minute. grown up together. <laughs> and so just seeing the sacrifices that my mom made, you know, at times working two jobs, um, just and just how much effort she put in. She was constantly trying to improve her life, and through doing so, she would improve the life of my brother and myself. So um, seeing my mom just put in the work and seeing my mom diligently just make sacrifices so that, you know, I could live the sort of life that I've been able to make it to um, was, has certainly been uh, an inspirational factor in my life and sort of why I push myself um, to, to sort of achieve what I've been able to achieve thus far. It always comes to the moms, oh, right? Man, like, man. I, I'll let you start off good because <laughs> I could go for hours talking about my mom. Oh, we already know. We already know. We all got strong moms here. Yeah, like, definitely. that's hands down. We all come from strong mothers, and, and they inspire us and push us because we want to not just give back because of what they've done for us. It's just because of how they raised us. It's just innate in us to want to take care of our mothers, mm-hmm. want to take care of our loved ones in general. So, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just how we were raised. And yeah, definitely. That's strong women right there. So shout out definitely to my moms, to all of our moms right here. Yeah. Like all the moms, all, out all there the moms out there, and all the sacrifices to, to, to be successful and to enjoy their lives. Mom, oh, working, working two jobs, like mm-hmm. working two jobs ain't easy, bro. Yeah. Like she was teaching. She had her her job at the at the military base, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it wasn't all the time, but you know there was times where she definitely did that, and so yeah, you, you could just see her coming home tired and yeah. exhausted. Still have a smile on your face, like yeah. you know. Just still be able, hey, you finished your homework, or hey, mm-hmm. do you work on hooked on phonics? Like, <laughs> you know, I used to. I still have nightmares about that hooked on phonics, bro. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, if it wasn't for that, I, it was very random. I know, but hooked on phonics though, that kind of really set the tone for me to be able to speak eloquently in the future because I was not able to read properly until my mom and dad sat me down, particularly my mom sat and took me through hours. You know, listen to this hooked on phonics shit, bro. Just do it in the library school, bro. Listen to it at home, like. It's a real thing, you, bro. You say that um, I had to go to tutoring for math, and like now I work as a quant for like yeah. financial institutions. Yeah. So, right, he's like a, shout out to my mom. <laughs> he was a wizard, bro. <laughs> that math tutoring <laughs> has, has definitely come back and, and helped out. So, <laughs> you say hooked on phonics. I remember the Sullivan Center. Oh, just man. going there once or twice a week and just doing math exercises mm-hmm. and just consistent. Over and over. Consistency, discipline. What are we doing today? Look at this quadratic formula again. Again, we just did that yesterday <laughs> and the day before that. We're gonna do it again until you do it. Consistency, consistency. That reminds me of Remember the Titans. <laughs> 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 That's a great movie, by the way. Too, so. Oh yeah, shout out to Denzel. Yeah. Water makes you know, some we'll get him on the show one day. Oh yeah, that would be the man. That'd be That's a dope. Awesome. <laughs> dope right awesome. there. Um. So. Is there a food that you can associate with a bad experience? Mm. Yo, so I know this kind of sounds redundant, so bear with me. But Man, he got he came with one quickly though. He's it, like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, okay, because it's really funny because the dish again is chicken parm. Oh, oh shit. So okay. What? Okay. Like okay. I said, chicken parm has popped up in various stages of my life, but uh, for this downtime, right? Um, Graduated college, had moved to Austin, Texas with a girlfriend at the time. Uh, that relationship didn't end up working out. But the down point was basically I was failing at everything, mm. right? Mm. 
So graduated college up to this point, people are telling you, just get this degree and like you'll be able to do something. But right, like I hadn't gotten an internship because I was playing sports. Mm-hmm. So there was things in college that I, that I didn't do, which I have to you know place the blame on myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't do to prepare myself to be ready for the next step in the world outside of college. Right, right. So got the degree, didn't know what I wanted to do, didn't have job prospectus lined up, didn't really have a great understanding of you know what it meant to go into like the corporate world, get a job, be right. a professional. Um, so struggled to find a career outside of college. Mm-hmm. Relationship fell apart, and I'm just in Austin, like working this sort of. Oh, Austin know. days. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's like, what Great place. Oh, great place. Man, man. Oh, no. Yeah. Austin, still, Austin's still alive. Look, I'm telling still you, this is one of the lowest points in my life, and I'm still saying Austin, great city. Great Definitely city. Definitely recommend. Great city. But, great um, ATX living. And the story goes, I was in, this is maybe a couple of weeks after the breakup, I had just gotten a, like, a job to sort of get me by. And so things are looking up. I'm trying to figure things out. I am in the grocery store thinking about, yo, what am I going to get to eat? You know what pops into my head? Chicken parm. I'll make myself some chicken parm. As I'm walking through the the frozen food aisle to get the chicken, probably looking pathetic and half defeated from a broken heart, this lady brushes by my left cheek. Or no, no, right cheek, sorry. (laughs) Brushes by my right cheek. Right cheek. All right. And I'm just like, you know, in my own world, like, what just happened? Did someone what just, just happen? I turn my did, back. Did someone she, just violate me? She smiles at me and gives me a wink. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I'm going to be all right. <laughs> uh, let's go. That's what let's it tastes, go. ladies and gentlemen. You heard it from Darrell. And, and, and so just, just, just rub a man's cheek real fast. <laughs> He'll be, really though, it, it, was be all right. it was completely really unexpected. You, know, you never know when we Nothing came over. I still <laughs> was just like, put my head down, grab my chicken, and got it out of there. H-E-B. Shout out. Bro, shout out to H-E-B. Hey, yo, big time. Shout out for real. Went home, cooked that chicken parm, and just in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, all right, at least I got a job. Um, Thanks for being some, thankful. Some random lady just brushed up on my cheeks and seemed to like what she, the, the feel that she got. So, you know, there's something <laughs> hey. there. And sitting there once again looking at the chicken parm, thinking like, all right, this is just like a basketball game. Right. right. You prep for it. Mm-hmm. You understand you got the job now. Mm-hmm. You got a meal, and so we're going to attach this job and trying to progress our career the mm-hmm. same way we did with sports. We're going to wake up. We're going to we're going to practice every day to make sure that we get better and hone in our craft. Mm-hmm. We're going to you know spend time trying to refine our skill set. We're going to talk to people, right? And so sitting there for that meal at that time, and it just being like chicken parm, which was my game day prep meal, just took me back to that place of all right, we're getting ready to do this hone in, focus, and let's get out there and attack. So chicken parm was also associated with a downfield in my life. Okay. I love that, though. Just, like, just the little things, man. Like, people don't understand. When it comes to the whole, like, especially for men, like, there's a lot of times, you know, we're we're expected to be at a certain level of strength, confidence, but we have our down times, too, and it's always just those little things that kind of, like, kind of get you out of that rut. Yeah. You may be feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, just – Someone admiring you, a little bump in the cheek, or whatever yep. the case may be, figuratively. You know, obviously for him it was physical. Right? We were, <laughs> yeah. we were happy. <laughs> like for, every, for other guys, it might just be like, you know what? I think you're doing great today. You look great today. Uh-huh. Just something yeah. nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you just take that and then you run with it. Definitely. Yeah, um, that's true. That's real. 
Or a random comment from somebody. Shout out to that random lady in the HEB Man, shout out to those random, <laughs> incredible women in HEB that just go get the groceries <laughs> for the day and they know how to give you a compliment. And, and just know how to you. grasp them out. Grab man. a cheek. Hate you. Right. <laughs> exactly. Apparently, they would read the room. <laughs> you know what he looked like he could use? A cheek grab. Man, Brutal. Oh, man. Brutal. Y'all heard it. Cheek grabs oh, yeah. all day. Absolutely. All right, all right. So. We're going to jump right into the next topic, uh, one of my favorites, Let's Cure Down Under. Ah, yes. So, Jarrell, sir, so can you think back to an experience or a person that helped you continue projecting forward in your life, helping shape the lifestyle that you have today? Hmm. One person. Yeah, it could be multiple, you know. Okay. You can I mean, yeah, you can kind of, just use one person, or if you have multiple. So, for, for me, I've been fortunate enough um, to encounter Tremendous people throughout my life. You know, high school, you had, you know, Coach Brownie. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Coach Brownie and Coach Roberts. His family right there. A tremendous amount of support at the high school that we went to. Um, So, there I got a lot of love. I got in some trouble going into my senior year. A lot of people just vouched for my character. And I think that that really helped me sort of get on a path of understanding to where – a lot of and it, it wasn't just our coaches; it was just people at the school, and what they said that they admired most about me was my character. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, that helped me see value in myself outside of just sports. That's hey, good. they're not getting anything out of this. They're yeah, just—they yeah. just think they see some. They saw something in me in me before I could see it myself. They're like, this kid has good character. We see potential in him. Mm-hmm. He's made some mistakes. Nothing crazy. Um, I was cutting a few classes. Sorry, mama. Um, <laughs> and they and they were just like, you know, he's made some mistakes, but we, we do see a bright future in him. So I think that, that was big for me. Um, in college, I had a great coach, Coach Hernandez, and a great trainer, Miles Simons. I think that for me, seeing them as the men that they were helped shape me into the man that I, you know, I hope to one day be. Not saying that I'm there, but continually trying to progress myself. Uh, coach Hernandez is a gregarious person, not unlike Mecca here very friendly, upbeat, just light up a room, complimented everyone, like, <laughs> but I do try. I've been better. These two, these two know the, I've, I've been better. I, I feel like friendly. I, I feel this like guy's friendly. No way. You should, see <laughs> in the gym. you should see Mecca in the gym. Can't get out of there without him saying what's up to like five, six people. Oh, like he's, he's having a conversation. Long black man. But let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> let's continue. Don't let this man lie to you. We've been playing in a basketball league like for the past two months. Um, and so that was Coach Hernandez. And Miles carried himself with such dignity. Um, was a man of his word and was just very helpful. He would reach out to you and give you like this little tip, like, "Hey, you know." One big thing that he told me, just from a relationship standpoint, was uh, we were upset. There were some things that were going on, and he was like, "You know, one of the biggest things that you should do in sports and just in your life in general, if you're having a hard time, don't take that hard time home with you. Mm-hmm. You need to stay here in the gym and get more shots up, run it off, get something off. You can talk to me, whatever." He's like, "But." Once you leave this gym, whatever that problem is, needs to be resolved. Mm-hmm. And then when you go into the other aspects of your life, you need to be present there. Of so course. just like little nuggets like that. And he's dropping that to you when you're like 20, 21 years old. Yeah. So um, those those were some people who were very pivotal. But uh, someone who's been there through it all, and we discussed it earlier, saying, you know, strong mothers. Uh, definitely have to go back to my mom. Mm-hmm. Always been there for me, always supported me, um, you know. 
whenever I needed anything, I could always depend on my mom. Uh, so, you know, my mom first and foremost, and just like I said, fortunate enough to have encountered the people that I, that, that, that I just sort of outlined, and many more. Um, and, and my, my apologies if, if yeah. I don't. But well, you know what I'm saying? This is so not the awards. Don't worry, yeah, man. Just, yeah. you know, it's hey, not, get it. It's not a thank you speech. Yeah, no. I mean, no, not, I mean it can be, but I mean, I, I get you, though. There's, there's a yeah. lot of people that you kind of you think kind of meet up in life that you feel have an impact in your life. And, you know, you, you may forget their names at one point, but you don't forget the experience. You know, it's like, okay, I, I definitely learned a lot from you. I was mm-hmm. going through this moment. I was going through this situation, whatever the case may be. But, you know, they, they know who they are, yeah. especially if it's happening to them. They know who they are, especially highlighting certain situations. Like, oh, I was there. I saw that. I remember mm-hmm. how Joel was, whatever the case may be. So, Oh, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. So, yes. So, <laughs> next part of Rest Theory Without Measures is always the second part. Yeah, okay. I already know. From that moment, is there anything you would regret or you wish you could go back and tell the younger version of yourself? Is there anything that you can kind of recall in that sense? Regret, no. Um, and the reason, the reason why I say I wouldn't regret anything is because I think one of the best things that happened to me in high school, right after college, like these moments that I've pointed out to be sort of pivotal in, in my progression in life, was that I failed and I failed fast. And mm-hmm. people let me fall flat on my face, learn from that, and then I was able to take those experiences. Mm-hmm. So rather than having you know, an agonizing failure that was drawn out, it was a sudden instant, and now and and that I feel like that corrected a lot of some of, a, a lot of my behavior. Yeah. So, being accountable, you know, being reliable, those were things that in the moments that I failed, I was like, okay, these these are things that I need to correct. Um, yeah, and that makes sense. Holding yourself accountable. Yeah. Uh, so, I think if I hadn't had those experiences, uh, I probably would be laughing that from a therapist standpoint. Mm-hmm. So, I think that that was instrumental in me ultimately ultimately um, having the success that I've had and becoming the person that I've come. So sense. failing fast is great for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's understandable. You know, most people don't want to live their life with the regrets. You should never, personally, you should, shouldn't live your life with regrets because depending on where you're at in your life currently, as long as you grew from that point, you learn, you learn something. Yeah. And you wouldn't have learned something if you didn't go through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even if it's something that you did that was wrong, or if something was done wrong to you, either or, it still was an experience that you have a chance to learn from and grow. So yep. regret is, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But is there something that you could tell your younger self or to do something different if you could? If you can go back in time and tell your younger self something. You know what? Okay, so this, this might also be a funny story. It also goes with the uh, lady in the grocery store who grabbed the keys. <laughs> I don't, for some odd reason, I feel like you know this person's name. Uh, no, no, no. no. I, th- this was a completion. Uh, never I'm saw the lady. I'm never saw her again. I'm like, if she I'm walked I'm by me now, I would not know who she is. I'm just being let me, let me find. <laughs> let me find out. She <laughs> pops don't up. Mind, don't mind. She going to pop up on our, on our Instagram. Don't, like, don't hey, I know me. that guy. No, I, I know grabbed, him. I'm I grabbed his cheek. <laughs> I volunteered his tribute. But, so I guess if I could tell myself something. Uh, this might be it. So I don't know if anyone else watched The Big Bang Theory, but yeah, I love that show. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Love that show. So there was um, one episode, and it was around this time, um, and I remember that I think it was uh, Sheldon and I can't remember the roommate's name, but they were they were sitting there having a conversation about time travel, and so it was effectively um, 
you know what I'm talking about? Because I think I, I, I think I recall this episode. It, they they basically had like written a note or yeah. something to themselves <laughs> talking about if time travel is this, then like we'll do this, right? And so it, it never ended up happening. But in that moment, um, myself like watching that show, just kind of being in the dumps. Uh, I remember telling myself like, "Yo, if time travel exists in my lifetime, I just want my future self to come back and tell me now that things will be okay." You don't have to tell me what it is that's going to turn around. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell me where I'm going to end up. Mm-hmm. Just come to me and tell me at like this low point in my life, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And then you can bounce. You can. You don't got to tell me about World War Three. Mm-hmm. You don't got to tell me that I'm gonna have a beautiful family, mm-hmm. who the love of my life will be. Mm-hmm. Please just tell me it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So younger mm-hmm. self, um, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Dang, mm-hmm. that's powerful. That's powerful. That is, that is though. That just that I'll be. You'll be okay. Yeah. You will be okay. Somebody can All just tell you that the ones just like, yeah, you will be okay. How that just resonates in people's, like, in their hearts, you know what I'm saying, their minds, how that sits with them. Mm-hmm. And it could just totally change your, your thought yeah. by just that. People are dealing with so much these days, man. People are dealing with so many things that it feels like their life is spiraling in a direction that they just can't control. But I think just hearing that you will be okay. I think just gives that person life to be able to know, like, you know what? I was, I'm, I shall, I'll hopefully be blessed another day to make things different the next day. And then you can kind of progress from there. But uh, step forward. Don't step forward. That's what I think. That's right. All right. Well, we're going to move on to this next category here, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, Humble Pie. Mm. Now, what can you attribute to your level of humility in this thing we call life? What can I attribute to my hum- my humility? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess I just have to harken back to the things that I pointed to. Failing fast at a young age definitely gave me some humility. You know, coming out thinking that I was going to set the world on fire. I wanted to change the world. I wanted to have an impact. Um, you know, and, and all that stuff is great. Like, please don't take this as me saying that you can't do that. But I was not prepared as a young person in my life and at that time in particular to do those things. And I fell flat on my face. Mm. And so being able to experience that fast failure and then maybe I think it probably took me maybe a year, year and a half, which doesn't sound like that long. Mm. You know, I know definitely some people have struggled longer mm-hmm. than that. But mm-hmm. for me thinking, oh, I'm going to come out and be a game changer and not having that success for like a year and a half kind of like eats away at your confidence you start to doubt yourself a little bit so you just had to go back reassess um, work on some things and so I would say that that fast failure really really humbled me Um, and so tripping up right out the gate was was good for me and you know gave me humility okay man that's that's real that's really important I mean we all we all fall fast in some kind of capacity I think when I fall, I mean, yeah, right on my face. <laughs> yeah, like hard too. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where you're just like, I think probably when I was in San Antonio, I think when I was transitioning from jobs, going from Apple to Gold Skin, that was tough. Yeah. You know, yeah. You start getting to the point like, you know, you're not trying to, you know, ask your parents for money. You're like trying to sell Apple stock to get them to expand out the thing. I love Apple. Like, don't get me wrong. I love working for Apple, but it was just not sustainable in terms of the lifestyle. And you're living well underneath your means, but even that was just like you had to make mm-hmm. a transition. Like, I mean, you don't even have a. I think I can't 
wanna get my family. I guess I missed it a time. So like I remember in my first apartment before I moved in with Eric, like I had no furniture. I just had like mm-hmm. I remember them days. Man, Boy, I remember man. them days. I, bro, I had literally a bed like on the floor. Mm-hmm. I had my T V that I had from college on the floor next to the uh the fake fireplace that they had. I remember I had to uh rent a washer and dryer for them to install on the balcony. Mm-hmm. The complex didn't come with a washer and dryer, so I had to pay a monthly subscription for the washer and dryer. Like, yeah, Darrell knows me. <laughs> like, oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I called me. Uh, we all we all been through it. Yo, that was that was tough. I remember that for sure. And then you know, being able to interview for a job, get hired on the spot, just turn things in, bro. That's like going back to what you're saying. That's that's the. That's See, crazy. it's a sink or swim, man. Yeah, sink or swim. Like, I always I always choose to swim. Oh yeah. And if you don't know how to swim, then you learn. Hence, get help. You know, it's okay to have somebody there to help you out. If you need the help, get the help. Don't be afraid to reach out to somebody that's close to you or Mm -hmm. somebody that you don't think would help you or even if you know would help you, but your pride is in the way, get the help. Don't just sit there and just let it continue to, you know, in a cycle for yourself. Nah, get out of it. Swim out of it. Learn how to swim out of it. Get the help, the you know, the lifeguard. You know what I'm saying? Like, analogies here, y'all. Analogies. Yeah, no, I mean, we all need help. <laughs> We've all had help. Like I said, I failed, and I failed fast, but there were people there in my corner who would help me and were willing to help me. They, you know, it, it may not be them doing something for you, but it's, you know, them giving you a little nugget of information. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they say it takes a, a, a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Definitely had a great village to help raise me. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, what they're doing is preparing for you to be able to take responsibility for yourself. And mm-hmm. so I certainly appreciate the effort that was put into helping me accumulate the skills necessary uh, for me to be able to take care of myself and ultimately, you know, take care of my family and reciprocate all the blessings that have been provided for me so that other people can grow and prosper. All right, all right. We're getting into somewhat home stretch, not really, but uh, we have uh, our next bit. topic: peaches and cream. Uh, peaches and cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of our one, one of our favorite. <laughs> you already know. One twelve, mm. man. They get a shout out every episode. Every episode. Yeah, as they should. We gonna have to get them. We gonna get them on the show eventually here too. You know what I mean? At least silk. You know what I mean? Like, it works. So this topic is pretty much opportunity for you to pretty much ask us any question um, of your choosing and uh, ch- mm. a chance to speak on anything you feel our listeners would really love to hear. <coughs> Thank you for asking questions. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. There's an array of topics. I mean, we talked off air about <laughs> a couple different things. A couple different things out there. Not saying you have to pick those things, but. Consistency and perseverance. Let's see if we can touch on that. Just, I feel like, you know, for me, like I said, failing and failing fast, but trying to persevere through that. And along the way, just picking up some habits uh, that have helped me just function right. So, um, you know, going, keeping a routine and having that routine in place, mm-hmm. sort of falling back on that routine. Um, and, and like for me, like I said, that, that's been great. So, I mean, you can sort of bring that up with this question in any way. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts and feelings on, you know, perseverance and consistency? Want to go first, Eric? <laughs> I mean, man, I can go. I can go on. That's why I was like, that's why I was like, I was looking at you. Consistency <laughs> and perseverance. Like, ah, man, 
I've already talked about how, I mean, I recently had post up, you know, life truly begins at the end of your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. It, it takes you to step out of your norm to achieve something you never have had. You know what I'm saying? Like the old saying, or I believe it is, is uh, to achieve something you never had, you got to do something you never done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and being consistent with what you want is like the biggest thing right there because, like, what, what was that great quote? That quote that we had from uh, Denzel, as a matter of fact, he said, "Like, I'll, I'll get. We'll, we'll, he's gonna look it up for a real set, real fast, while I continue to talk though, but um." When it comes to your passion or whatever you're passionate about, whatever you're doing in life, even if it is just going to work, uh, being consistent and and continuously doing what it takes, whatever it is, it, it helps train your mind. It gives you a, a different mindset. It helps train you to prepare you for, you know, what you really want to be doing. And if you're a, fa- a man or a woman of faith, that is the way God is cooking you. He's cooking you. He's, he, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, a, it's like a recipe. You know what I'm saying? It's literally, it's, that's about tasteful living. It's a recipe. It's all a recipe. So what you think that, you know, you might be having this downtime, it might not be, things might be the greatest or what it is. Now you're just in the oven, you're cooking right now. Or you might just be putting some seasonings together when you're, you're meeting new people, you're, you're getting new jobs, getting new opportunities, but it's starting at the, you know, bottom level. But, if you're consistent with whatever you're going into, you're going to continue to grow. And growth is inevitable within everybody, mm-hmm. but you have to choose to be consistent with within what you're growing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. I you think, uh, not just trying to piggyback off of that, I, I did find a Daniel Washington quote, but I'm not sure if it's the same one that we talked about, but I love the one that I'm seeing right here where it says, if you pray for rain, mm-hmm. you got to deal with the mud too. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's powerful enough in itself because understanding that no one's journey is going to be easy. You're going to have your trials and your tribulations, but that comes with anything in life. Like you want consistency not only in your, you know, professional life, but also in your, you know, your social life as well. I mean, if you have a significant other with certain things and qualities that you look for, that you expect that it's more of an expectation of them. Like you can't force feed it into them. It has to be ingrained with them already. Like, you have to have that kind of mindset where, okay, you understand that you have goals, you have things that you're trying to accomplish, but you're relentless with it. And you won't always have a partner who's not only going to be able to see what you have going on, but you're going to want someone to support that and make sure that they give you that extra push that you may need. Mm-hmm. You added to that list of people that are contributing to your success. So I think it's important um, just to understand that when it comes to consistency, um, it's hard work, honestly, at the end of the day. It's not something that's easy. It's not something that, you know, anybody can do. Well, I take that back. Anybody can do it, but not everybody can stick to it. Um, I think it takes a special mindset, a special set of skills to be able to be that person to, regardless of anything that goes wrong, you're going you're gonna to complete the mission. Takes so commitment. Yeah, commitment. Yeah. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, everyone's looking for commitment, whether it be, again, going back to the relationship thing, everyone's looking for commitment, but it takes work. Yeah. It takes work on both sides. I mean, I think it's important that you're not just going to be in a situation where you're the one giving, giving, giving. Um, you also would like to see some things come back your way as well to give you that little bit of confidence, that little bit of excitement to keep working on your end. So Facts, facts, yeah. you know. And uh, I did find that quote 
I'm pretty sure we've we've said this quote before on a, on a previous episode, though, but uh, without commitment, you'll never start. But more importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish. Mm, so true. Mm-hmm. So as, true. As heavy. as definitely heavy. You got to commit to it. Shout out to Tim Ferriss. And then you got to consistently be there and do the work to get and grind mm-hmm. and grow. It's all about it, though. I do have another question for you. Or the merrier. (laughs) Let go. Okay. So, seeing this with your consistency, what sacrifice in your life that you've made do you think has played the biggest dividend from your success today? Because we've all had to sacrifice to find ourselves in, in this position. So, what have you sacrificed that you feel has sort of helped you to propel yourself and find yourself um, in the position you are right now? Mm, that is a good question. I think for me, I would kind of say coming out five, being fivefold, coming out five, and then also coming out talking to people. Mm. Right? I think those are two things for me that, you know, when it comes to the five thing, you have a certain expectation of yourself. Don't, as you get older, um, you know, you feel like, okay, I can still do this, I can still do that. But reality sets in and you're like well you know what I haven't really been putting in enough work as I need to to be able to accomplish this thing right so I need to humble myself and pivot and be able to go to a direction where I know I can put the work in be successful at and give myself another opportunity to show that I do have that trait to be consistent so I think that's one thing for sure and when it comes to talking to people like we all have had people in our lives and I, I always attribute to when it comes to people in general, that every situation you have is an experience. They're not all good, right? You have your bad ones. But if you allow a bad situation or a bad experience to continually entangle you in that web of, you know... Toxicity. Yeah, toxic behavior, right? Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things where it just pulls you down. So you have to understand, like, you know, at some point, this person's not adding any value to what I'm doing. So I just need to go ahead and remove that situation. At one point, it may have added value, right? But Mm -hmm. I think it takes a level of maturity to understand that now it's time to be able to move on and be able to grow from that situation and have no harsh feelings. Like, I mean, if you see that person out and, you know, they're doing well, you know, wish them well and keep it moving. I think the one thing when it comes to people who want to remain in toxic situations is that they don't want anybody to be happy. They don't want you to be happy. You don't want them to be happy. And that's a cycle of not being a win for anybody. So I think Mm. it's important to make sure that you, when you do cut off that situation, you're done with it and keep a positive mindset. So I think those are two things for me. I mean, I'd have to agree on both of them things, though. Pride is definitely, you got to, you got to put your pride away to really, you know, reflect. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to put your pride up and reflect. You got to be able to, you know, really see yourself and see where you need to grow at. A lot of times, people are only here for seasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, Damn. How many times have you told me that? Uh, bro, <laughs> bro. Over the years. Yeah, I've I'm always. Times, yeah, like, people are here for seasons. Some people are just here so for, for a seasons. season. That's all it is. And you, don't have to too much. you don't have to keep, <laughs> you don't have to keep people <laughs> in your life all the time. They're not meant to be there. They're meant to just, okay, have this experience. You're supposed to learn from this experience. And if now you're at this point where they're not growing, you got to continue to grow mm-hmm. and a lot of people got to get left behind and that's definitely something that I've definitely done in my life and I've had to leave certain people behind don't get me wrong they're still behind me 
you know, I can still reach out to them. I can still contact them, and, you know, and they're still in their own cycle of their own life, still, con- you know, in that same cycle, sadly. Um, but, you know, for me to continue to grow and become the best version of myself and within my life, I got to leave you behind. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You were there for that season, had a great time, cool, but I want more out of my life. Yep. You only got one life to live, man. Absolutely. Live it to the fullest. You see that, right? Baby At that. I was at that Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? But to keep things pushing, y'all. Keep things pushing here. We're going to go in. Oh, yeah, we're getting to it. Yeah, we're leaning towards the end here. Leaning towards the end. Leaning towards the end. We're going to jump into cleansing the palate here. Okay. Food for thought. What are some thoughts for our listeners you feel should know or utilize in today's society? Um, this is going to be so wild just because, like, uh, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this. But have y'all seen that Netflix documentary about uh, the homeless guy that was traveling around? I think his name was, like, Troy or Trent or something like that. Mm-hmm. He ended up, wait, can't remember the name of the documentary, but. I ended up watching it, and the whole reason that I watched it was because he gave, like, this beautiful speech at the beginning, just that um, whoever's out there, whoever needs to hear this, you are special. You deserve to be loved. You may have made mistakes, but your mistakes do not define you. And just because you made a mistake does not mean that you don't deserve to be loved and embraced. Learn from that, grow from that, and just continue to give yourself some grace so that you can fully grow and mature into the person that you're meant to be. Hey, my man, my man. There we go. There we go. Well, then, uh, that's, 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 that's very powerful. Powerful messages from Netflix. Yeah, and I'm sorry if I butchered that. Somebody may know what Netflix documentary I'm talking about. Um, but <laughs> we'll have to check this out. Real we'll Netflix out. junkie, for all those who don't know. I'm not Shoot, that. I'm a Netflix junkie, you really and truly. You, you, know, you know what the actual but I problem love is? Judgment. I was so salty that, that I watched it, though, because he ended up, I mean, like, okay, spoiler, sorry. Um, the dude ended up, like, potentially being a murderer. Damn. Oh, like, damn. Wow. Right? <laughs> I'm watching this thinking it's like a feel good I'm the one watching now, man. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I ended up watching this thing it's going to be like a feel good thing, and, like, it went dark quick, and I was like, damn, wow. I did not oh, think that this is what I was getting myself man. in. Bruh. Okay. But, well, damn. Dang. Okay, that okay. Actually, I really felt good about that message, and now I feel like I shouldn't support it. No, no. no, no. But <laughs> you still get behind the message. No, the, mes- no, the message is good still. But the message is very yeah, good. The message is very good. Okay. Well, well, Darrell. Let our listeners know what you got going on, man. What's what's going on in your life? What what's 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 to come? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let let the listeners know. Let them know, man. Let them know what you're doing because I I know what you're doing. I think it's amazing. So yeah. I think you should definitely share that too. Well, um, I guess this is a chance for me to give my background. Yeah. Um, I have an MBA in quantitative business analytics from a small Jesuit university in uh, San Antonio, University of Incarnate Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, I currently work as a, what's referred to as a quant and for financial services, work for a bank currently. And so hopefully what's to come is that I will continue to progress uh, in my work field, continue to apply my skills, continue to be seen as someone that, you know, my colleagues can lean on, someone who can be counted and trusted in, and someone who can, you know, you, you can come to to find a enjoyment resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, in 
so I, I hope that as I progress in my career, I'm seen as someone who can be leaned on and someone who can get you results. And personally, for my personal life, I just hope that I can continue to be a better friend. I know that that's something I can do. I'm probably the most aloof person when it comes to staying tapped in. But Very. Uh, I, I know I'm terrible. better. I know I'm no, terrible. Yeah. And, and doing better. No, yeah. You got to hold yourself accountable. No, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I'm always there if you need me. That part. That part. I was going to, you know, I was going to, you know, I'll give him his credit, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you, you'll always be there. It's, uh, you may not talk to me for five years, but if you hit me up like, yo, what's up? If, we were ever, if there was ever love, there's always love. Facts. So if you Facts. hit me up five years Facts. later, you're like, yo, dog, I need such and such, and right. I'm able to provide a year like, near me. I'll do what I can to make sure that, you know, you're taken care of. Yeah, yeah, that's big facts. I I do hope that I continue to grow as a friend, become a better friend to those that are in my life, Mm -hmm. um, become a better boyfriend to my girlfriend, um, you know, just continue to grow as a person, be a a great child, um, and hopefully give back, even if it's a minuscule amount of everything that's been given to me, because I feel like um, throughout my life, as I said, I've met some tremendous people, made some great friends, and they have made me into what I believe to be a decent human being mm-hmm. and hopefully I can become a great human being and infuse even a little bit more love into the world so yeah. hopefully that's oh what, yeah man hopefully this, this guy happen. right here man knowing this dude for the years I've known him for man we can go we go <laughs> months <laughs> months on end without talking to each other and then we pick the phone up and it's just like yesterday every yeah. time every time the mm-hmm. love is always you know there so definitely, like hands down, I appreciate. We appreciate you yeah, for coming for sure. on this show, sure. letting people know what's up. Me. Man, it's our our friendship will continue to grow, and uh, and be blessed for sure, without a doubt. Um, you want to close us out here? Close us out. This right, is normally John's part. But this is this <laughs> is actually John, this is why. Yeah, John normally has a very white voice when he does hey, this last part. Hey. So, Ladies but before we do close out, definitely again, <laughs> <and> we appreciate. But again, man, we really appreciate y'all tapping in. Um, it really means a lot to us in terms of just you know taking the time out of y'all's day to listen to our messages. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're just a regular Joe Blow over here. You know, just really spreading the words of messages that we find to be really important and really relevant to you know our lives and hopefully to y'all's lives as well. So. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, closing remarks is going to be, life is not about the amount of breath you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. So, so live, laugh, and love, y'all. Indeed, y'all. Indeed. 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 Indeed.